Um, I would suggest to just start with like a, hey man, how's it going thingy? And then okay. casually we pretend we just started the call. Does that make All sense? Right. Yeah, makes sense. Okay. Hey man, how's it going? Ah, good man. Just moved to uh, US. How did uh, that go? <clears throat> it was pretty hectic. It's been pretty hectic, to be honest. Uh, you know, had to do all this stuff. Moving countries is not that easy. <laughs> I would imagine that you have to like deregister here from everything, close yeah. your bank accounts, and deregister uh, deregister at the municipality and stuff. Yeah, I had to do all that, and then uh, and then like coming here and starting getting the ball rolling here. Plus, I came, you know, got an apartment and. Uh, showed up to a completely empty apartment so I had to fill something up here so all I have in my fridge right now is water and leftover Chinese food and you're sleeping on the air mattress or do you have <laughs> exactly. a bed <laughs> exactly <laughs> I have an air mattress I'm laying on that's how that's how it's going but yeah it's been it's been going good though it's been going uh I haven't been able to get much work done just been running around pretty hectic Plus, I got a nice welcome here in Florida uh, from a massive hurricane that's coming this way. Oh, yeah, Doreen, or what's it called? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I read it in the news. Yeah, fun times. Fun times. How much do you miss the Netherlands? Oh, my gosh. To be honest, like, the first thing I'm noticing is the biking. It's just... It's like, I think it's the closest you can get to a utopia. With or without bicycles, <laughs> <laughs> it's just so convenient. It's like it's it's a small country, so like you can get around pretty easily everywhere. So I had to go pick up a desk for myself, and it's like, oh, it's not that it's not that far. Uh, it's thirty minutes away by car. Yeah, that would be like on the other side of the country here. So yeah, exactly thirty minutes. Yeah. So I, uh, I've been missing that a little bit, but it's pretty nice. It's pretty nice. Weather is nice here so far. How did you um, solve all the logistics? Did you just go back with like three suitcases full of your stuff, or did you yeah. send some packages home, or how? Nope, how did that nope. work? Threw away so many stuff, donated clothes, sold what I could, and fit the rest of my life into two suitcases. And I carry on. Did you get rid of your uh, bed here in Utrecht? No, I didn't. I left it to my ex-roommate. So <laughs> I, <can't. laughs> I have to try and uh, solve that still. So I still got some. Uh, I still got some business left over in the Netherlands. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice. But got to do it. Yeah, it's of course a yeah super big step. Yeah, exactly. So, but I can't wait to just right now. I'm pretty much settled in, ready to get back to work, ready to get back to the uh, normal stuff, learning, get the ball rolling. Yeah, so it's, it's that's pretty good. It's been, yeah. How you been, man? Um, yeah, pretty well um, as well. Um, has been a lot more relaxed on my end. I have not been moving. I've worked a little bit on kind of the habit tracker that we talked about um, the last time and nice. got my um, usable version running. For real? Yeah, for real. Oh, um, nice. And it looks not nice and 
Uh, <laughs> it has only the bare minimum of features, but it's kind of nice. I've been using it now for a week. But I also decided that I'm not that passionate about kind of further developing it at the moment. So Really? Yeah. So I got it to the point where it's usable for me in its current state. And I have some ideas of how, like what I would want to change or expand on in the future. Mm -hmm. But I also noticed that I was just not that passionate about continuing working on it this week. And then okay. I was like, okay, it's a side project. I don't want to force it. There's no value in me um, feeling miserable uh, working on it. Uh, there's nobody yeah. yeah, requiring me to actually spend time on it. So I decided to leave it as it is until I get so annoyed by the missing features that I cannot help myself um, than to build it. And that feels like a pretty, like for a side project, that feels like a really good kind of measure when to pick it up again. Like if I'm getting so, yeah, yeah pissed uh, myself that it doesn't work as I want or does it gets a hassle to kind of organize everything, then I think it's the right time to build the next set of features. Yeah, I feel like that's the problem with side projects. You know, because that's like you're you're talking about this right now, and it's so relatable. Um, I've tried different strategies for side projects. I uh, definitely tried the forcing yourself one and it does not go well, uh, to be honest. And then the other approach that I've also thought about, and I think that that is, is to actually build something um, for yourself uh, or use it for yourself first. And then, but actually use it like you're doing right now. You know, you have to actually use it. And then after after some time, when you realize that you're missing some features or you would like to have something then to actually uh, add it or further develop it, because you can't force yourself. I mean, I mean, you could. But I mean, you don't want to end up hating the project either. Yeah, and it is a side project. So it, by definition, happens in my free time. And then for me, it was a question mm -hmm. like, how do I actually? Yeah. How do I want to enjoy my day? Is this something that actually brings me joy working on this or is it something that just drains me? And with this specifically, like I have so many interesting things in mind that I would want to do that it was pretty kind of easy choice to let this rest for a while and then focus on something else for like the last few days. I've um, yeah, started working on something else that just is way more enjoyable and more, more fun at this, this point in time. Yeah, but was that was the uh, habit tracker something that you actually did? You have like an you probably have a list of features, right, that you want to put in. So I have some ideas of what I could do uh, to extend it. There are some pretty obvious, like low hanging fruit things. So, kind of to paint a little bit of a mental picture, what you have is more or less, um, let's call it a table view, where you mm -hmm. have for each day of the week you have a column. Mm -hmm. And then the rows are the different habits that you want to track. And then each cell, more or less, you can click and it turns green to indicate that you've done it. Okay. Super simple, very basic. Yeah. And there's some pretty low-hanging fruit. So, for example, the habits might be really nice if you could order them and maybe actually group them. So that you mm -hmm. can say, for example, these are all my like exercise habits and this is my healthy lifestyle and this is my personal development or something that you could kind of organize them together and that they're kind of shown as like a group in the list right now they're just sorted alphabetically which works for the for me with my seven things that i want to track yeah. but yeah. Uh, especially going further um or more into the future looking ahead might be really nice to kind of organize this a little bit better 
And then the other big thing that is a little bit annoying to me, but it's also not that much of a pain that I, or I also actually don't know what I would want to do about it is that there are some things that I want to do daily. And then there are things that I'm fine with doing twice per week or three times per week. So for example, I want to uh, journal daily, but I'm completely fine with exercising only two times per week. But I have no way to actually indicate that this is something that I only want to do two times per week or that I fulfilled my quota if I did it twice. Okay. So, and I'm actually not sure what to do about this. Um, there are some ideas to kind of fill up the other spots of the week where you haven't done it, but you still reach your goal with kind of a different color or like a little bit of lighter color to indicate that, hey, you actually reach your weekly goal but yeah i'm not sure about how that would look or if it would make sense actually so i have to think a little bit about more a little bit more about this yeah yeah it's a process and then of course there's like the whole uh, operation signed around it so uh, it would be really nice to maybe get um weekly summary or kind of reminder to actually fill it in at the end of the day then there's the whole like sign up flow that if i actually would want to have or if I would care about um, other users and whether or not they're successful with the software as well, yeah, then mm -hmm. I would need to spend way more time building some materials around it for like education and how do I intend the software to be used? How do you get the most value out of it? And that's of course also right. not there. So there's like these different areas where it's user experience on one hand, um, a little bit better features on the other. And then of course the whole question like, do I want to work on this now or not? Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think it's uh, maybe we should talk a little bit more about projects, like side projects. I think that would be interesting to talk because it's something I feel like every developer struggles with. Yeah, true. And I know that we both, yeah, we've talked about this quite a few times already, like all the different projects that we want to do. Like typically, yeah. I think there are more than we have time to actually work on. Um, yeah. And then the other question is, I think, really, what is your goal behind the project? And I feel there's also something where it's sometimes a little bit tricky for us. I feel like that's probably the main reason why uh, everybody feels the same way or everybody falls under the same like pitfall with side projects. Because I feel like some more often times, like 90% of the time, the side project that you start is not something that you're truly passionate about. You don't know where it's going or what is going to happen with it. Uh, you just feel excited about it at the moment. And then you start something and it just fades away, uh, more or less. Because uh, you, don't, you don't have a clear plan either. Like you don't know. Maybe maybe started by saying, all right, I can make some money off of this. Or if like I can release this commercially. Or is this just going to be something for myself? And then uh, you don't have a clear plan. For myself, for I know that that is the biggest issue that most often when I evaluate what I would want to work on or what to do. That I look at it under this or from like this perspective of how can I make money with this. Mm -hmm. what we touched on briefly last time is that of course we both would really want to have our own either projects that sustain us or actually build them out into their own businesses or um, something like that so having kind of that dream or that goal in mind it's always a question of hey is this something that would be suitable to yeah be a side project for the next maybe two years or so and then gain enough momentum that it would be possible to turn it into a business mm -hmm. 
and I have the feeling yeah. that that's actually not really helpful for um, especially our current situation, like where we are now today, more or less, is just it doesn't really work. Like you just moved, and that's of course huge, yeah, huge energy drain. Um, I'm starting a new job, so there's this whole, yeah, it's also really complex. I have no clue how my time will look like or how much energy I will actually have to work on something on the side. And in this situation, I feel that the most important question is, is it actually something that brings you joy? Like, do you actually like working on it? Yeah, but can't that change? Like, can you actually enjoy it at first and then fade away? Like, I feel like that's exactly what happens. But is that bad? Because it, it's a side project. It should be, It should be fine to just let it go or leave it as it is. Because in the end, it depends a little bit. But for example, like, let's take the habit tracker. I'm my only customer. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a bad feeling if I just say, hey, that dude is happy as it is. It's not perfect, but I can just leave it for now. But there's so my question, yeah, my question is like, so then you're not really truly trying to pursue this as a business, but you actually more or less created it for yourself to kind of work on something. This one just... in particular, yes. It's really mm -hmm. for myself and just kind of to, yeah, A, have a useful tool for myself, B, have a space where I can really explore what's new in Rails, how Rails is changing in the future, and then see as a little bit practice my web design skills and play around with that. Yeah, that's kind of a little bit of what I got from it too when you were uh, talking about it. Yeah, but it's definitely, I don't have any plans to build a business around this or make it the new hot thing that I want to focus all my feel life like and attention on. Do you feel like that's probably why teams are important? And that's because I've read actually a couple of articles that were saying how um, like successful businesses have, you know, one of the main indicators or something that has been crucial for the success of it has been teams, you know, because that kind of keeps you keeps you I don't want to say motivated, but it kind of keeps you. Uh, I don't know, you have a, a, a shared goal in mind between all the. All, all, everybody, all the members in the team, and then you're just talking about it. If you get organized, especially if you have a good team and you get organized to planning sprints, uh, development, and actually plan the commercial side of it, the business side of it, and everything, you actually start getting something going if that is the side project that you want to do, right? Generally speaking, I think teams are important. I'm not sure if that's the same for side projects. Um, but for a business, definitely just for the fact alone that you can complement your own skills and that you have yeah. people who are maybe stronger in other regions and together you form something that is way bigger than kind of the sum of all individual parts. And that I was more or less talking about it for like partnership, you know, like if, yeah, at least one person, one more person when you're doing a side project. Because how many stories do you know of like successful, not successful, but... I don't know, side projects that have generated money. But then again, the question um, is, I think, really, what is your goal behind the side project? Yeah, so if it's something that true. you do for yourself, where the goal is your enjoyment and maybe your personal development in a way, um, because you want to play with the new technology or something. But if it's really, if it's something that you do for yourself, then I think it's best if you actually do it alone, because then you have no pressure to say, hey, I'm just going to leave it like it is. It's not giving me joy right now. I'm maybe coming back to this in like a few weeks or a few months. 
on the other yeah, hand, if but... you're like if we're talking more about like if you go into the direction of bootstrapping, where we're trying to build something with the intention to actually make this a business in hopefully a few months or uh, a year, then of course the whole equation changes because for that definitely if the long-term goal of this is to become a business, then I think a business partner is always good and preferable. Yeah, I feel like oftentimes side projects are for that intention though. And I'm not sure if that's actually good or not because I think we put so much pressure on ourselves, especially in times where we're already quite stressed or where we are running low on energy that... Mm -hmm. this constant kind of drive to produce i think is a double-edged sword it's true especially with a with a full-time job when i you know i remember when i first started you know first started uh my job in development and i was trying to come up with side projects i was like as soon as i get back from work i'm gonna start you know working on this and this and this i didn't realize how much you get drained at work. You honestly get drained. Yeah. It truly is. And maybe it's my old an age. effort. <laughs> maybe it's my old age and the wisdom I'm acquiring um, these days. But I really think it's super important that you keep, or that the highest priority is more or less your own health, both physically and mentally. And that you have a good feeling for your own energy levels. It's also the state of like mind or where you want to be at life at that particular moment in time. Because if you truly want to be ambitious and start your own business, you can go ahead and do so, you know. And and you, you have to put that effort, you have to put that a little bit of, I guess, your health, health not as much of a priority and work. But then the question um, is, are you not always the most productive when you actually enjoy what you're doing and you're getting kind of this, yeah, the joy out of it? Yeah, that is true. Because that I, is definitely true. At least for myself, I'm like right now, especially with kind of the experience from the habit tracker, having worked on this for like a few weeks and then feeling that I'm kind of losing interest a little bit. I've become very aware of this that, yeah, I could push through that and try to stick with it to be productive and to kind of build it up to the idea that I had in my mind about what I wanted to be. But mm-hmm. it would also just kind of drain me even more that I would not enjoy it as much and um would just yeah kind of lose energy over it which would then mean that i'm not for example i wouldn't be able to actually perform that well in my job yeah see that's the, what i'm talking about though you're you're concerned about not you know about your full-time job so it's like your side project is not a priority for you your ambition to have an own business your own project uh that would generate you money that eventually could turn into a full-time business is not as strong as because you're in that state of mind of comfortability from your full-time job you know it is comfortable it's a comfortable state to have your full-time job getting a nice pay you know it's a really interesting question actually um yeah you become super comfortable and i've realized that after a while i'm like you know I, i you become super comfortable with with your current life in in that sense which is getting the paycheck your salary from you know month to month or week by week and and your side project you just it just kinds of kind of um uh, somebody who's really ambitious is always going to be ambitious but it does turn it down a bit little by little i'm not sure about this i would actually so for myself i can only answer this for myself i don't know how other people think Mm -hmm. but for me i'm quite interested in my job right now because i feel there's a lot for me that i can still learn 
and I want to meet kind of smart people, pick up some new tricks, because I feel that that will greatly benefit me when I will actually try to do my own thing. That's the one side. The other mm. is that of all the ideas that we've talked about so far, there is none where I feel very strongly that there is a large enough chance for success I would actually want to dive into it. Like, I think we've mm -hmm. discussed interesting things, but there's nothing in there yet where I would say, hey, this is really uh, what I want to do with the, let's say, potentially the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. I don't want to work on something for like six years and then sell it. So whatever I want to put my energy, my focus, and should, some, should be something that I'm really passionate about with an industry that I like or kind of a challenge that um, I feel it's really worth it. And that is not necessarily the case right now. So given my current situation, I actually feel that focusing on my job is at this point in time kind of the right call. Because yeah. ideally it will help me kind of level up my own skills and my own, what we yeah talked about as well, like both technically but also kind of personally and building up my character in a way, giving me time to yeah. Yeah, read interesting books or have interesting discussions with other people to really kind of get to the next level and then um, in, at the same time kind of explore this idea space a little bit more and see if there's something in there that really kind of uh, creates a spark that I yeah. cannot not do in a way but where I also have an idea of hey this is actually what a business in the space would look like because what we've talked about as well and that's actually what I've worked on in the last three days is um, again kind of this idea in the sim racing ecosystem yeah which is so fascinating to me um, from a technical perspective, from kind of a yeah community building or an organizational perspective, but it's not something where I feel like, that I have a very good business model yet. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't want to fully commit to this at this point in time because I wouldn't know how to actually get to the point where I would earn money. And yeah, I think you, you... Yeah, for me, that would be important yeah. to know before I would dive really deep into a job. On the other yeah. hand, if my day job, for example, if I would notice that I'm not actually learning that much there anymore, and maybe I'm actually a little bit kind of just riding the waves, there's no kind of new technical challenges, we've been doing the same thing for maybe a year, two years, three years, four years, that I think is the point in time where I would also shift my focus again more into the side projects and actually say, I don't need to give 100% at work, maybe I can coast working 80%, yeah. but then I really have the energy to actually work on it on the side. No, yeah, exactly. And I think, yeah, that's true. I think that the most important point there you touched as well is the, the right idea. Because I think that's, that would change everything. Um, personally, I think. Because it is true, nothing that we've talked about that much has also sparked any interest in mind that I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to do that, you know. I feel like when you find the right idea or, or you find the something that you're truly passionate about and that you believe that can go somewhere then you would probably put most of your effort effort into it into building it and seeing where it goes but the right idea is so crucial because uh, you can't just put anything together I've realized that the like brainstorming sessions about about ideas yeah. is is, is it never really goes that well because uh, you kind of force some things out that it's not it could it could I guess if you do it for a long period of time or constantly maybe it could spark something 
But I feel like oftentimes all these ideas will probably pop up from your job, from seeing a need somewhere. Because uh, I think that's truly what it comes down to, a need. When you're talking about business or generating money from an idea, it comes from need. Like what is the need in, in, in that particular field or in that particular niche? I think they're like... And then finding something you're truly passionate about. Yeah, I think it can come from like two different angles in a way. Like I think the um, kind of these brainstorming sessions can be super valuable to train yourself to see these opportunities because I think that's a huge part of this is that you actually get into the habit to spot these opportunities. And Mm -hmm. my experience has been the kind of more I train this or the more I'm actually spending time with this, the more things I will just naturally notice because suddenly you become aware of like all of these little problems that, pop up in your day job or the things that people talk about uh, at dinner or all of these small little moments where you're like hey they're complaining about this maybe we can improve this or oh this is not a great developer experience maybe there's something here and kind of the more i've or the more time i've spent in this in this world or kind of with this uh yeah playing with ideas trying to brainstorm them the more i've noticed them in my daily life as well and I think that could be a great source for kind of the idea that really sparks the interest because suddenly you see that there's maybe there's an opportunity and it's something that you maybe actually notice in one of your hobbies or in an area of life that you actually really enjoy. So it could yeah. become the spark. Yeah, but it's also, it, it, there's also that, that um, I don't know how to say it, but it's like that fake enthusiasm as well, you know, or that temporary one. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Temporary one. Whereas like you find something you're like, yeah, this can definitely do something. I'm passionate about this, but you don't really think it through that much. And then as the day goes by, like you get discouraged on things and then you leave it, you leave it. Cause I've come across that as well. I'm talking about this enthusiasm and yeah. like actually finding something like the right idea. There's been so many times where I'm like, this is the right idea, you know? I wouldn't and, immediately it's, it's put not. money down on something that I had this morning when I woke up, yeah. No, definitely not. But sometimes you do think it through and you're like, all right, this is going to be like this. And you do. I've gotten to the point where I organize myself. I kind of know how to generate money from it and everything. And then you start getting discouraged through different little things. Like, I don't know, you no longer, um, I don't know, it's weird what it does from day to day, your mind, yeah. when you find something amazing. Like I used to, I can resemble this a little bit with, um, I used to like to make beats, like music. Yeah. And I would make something and I'll be like all day in it and I'll start playing around with it and I'll come up with something and I'm like, this is awesome. Then I'll just like save it, go to sleep, come back the next day and then be like, all right, let me keep working on this and listen to it and be like, this is horrible. I hate this now or something. I don't know. It just, I don't know. The way the mind works is weird, but yeah. It's weird how that works. Yeah, how is. you just completely get discouraged of something, or or if you find uh, an app that actually does what you're doing, what you're the idea that you're thinking about, then you're like, all right, I don't need to do that anymore. Crap, it already exists. That does, I think, always the worst when you're like, oh, so the domain is already <laughs> taken. Let's just never <laughs> think of this again. And then also the other thing is you get you get fixated on like the name and logo and uh, yeah, and, and like uh, there's zero functionality, but we thought about the design, yeah. <laughs> but this as i feel yeah. where if you're really serious about the idea this is where your team or your co-founder or business partner or whoever comes in to kind of but how do you know if you're serious keep about that the spark idea? alive and yeah well sure yeah 
I've yeah, it's it's a tough one, and I it, don't that, have a good that answer. That really to is it. a tough one. I don't think anybody does. If anybody did, nobody would be having so many side projects yeah. left over and unfinished in GitHub. Because again, like a, yeah, I can only speak from my own experience, and even that is not clear. Like for me, it feels really valuable to focus on my yeah on my new job and make progress there and kind of build up my career a little bit get experience but at the same time the argument to say hey is that really necessary if you if your yeah. long-term goal is anyway to build your own business like do these next few years really help you with that it's a honestly it's a valid question that i don't have a good answer to yeah i think you if you do have a full-time job though and if and if it's not repetitive or if you're not coming across challenges that you are there's so much to gain from it of course there is of course there is i'm seeing it still right now and um in my current job i'm seeing more uh, taking a lot more in uh from the business perspective of it it's not a big company so you get a little bit more transparency in in like the business side and all this like prospects and how a little bit how the everything works and operates uh in the like marketing and sales part and that's what I'm gaining a little bit more insight into. Um, more of like niches and the customer needs. And I've seen like all this, what what goes down. And one of the really crucial things that it's now, which is which is really a no-brainer, right? But um, customer service is remarkably important in the business. It's, it's crazy right now, which makes sense too. I've had horrible experiences with customer service where i'm like i'm never using this service again or when it's something really awesome you know you definitely go back to it customer service is crucial for any company um obviously it depends on what you do you know because if you're like facebook i mean i don't know what customer service you can do with like the common end user but it's for uh yeah. it's been a, it's been a while like a few years ago and i've sadly i have no clue who talked about this i know it's a i think it's a book um that somebody wrote that's about the kind of this shift in customer support over the last, let's say, 20 years. Yeah. Where previously, up until this point in time, uh, your complaints were always something between you and the company and it was private because you send a letter or you called them, maybe you send a mm -hmm. fax. But this was always yeah. like a one-to-one -one communication and the company could handle this either in private or they could just ignore it because you wouldn't actually know how many people complained. Yeah. And what he points out is that now we live in a time where all complaints are public because how do you complain to a company that mm. they're treating you shitty? You're immediately going on Twitter or you're posting it on Hashtag Facebook. Hashtag customer service fail exactly. or something like, like that. <laughs> it immediately is like a public thing. You're no longer complaining to, some, like, to a company in private that their product failed. It's something that you immediately put out there. And the way how yeah. the company reacts to this, this is what determines more or less your, um, yeah, your brand rep, uh, yeah, recognition or your um, reputation. Huh. Interesting. And that was such an interesting thought um, that yeah. I hadn't, yeah, previously thought about, but it kind of drove home the whole like, oh, customer service is maybe more important now than ever thing. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. And to be fair, definitely, um, kind of from the own, the own goals, it would of course be really nice to have kind of this strong connection with the customer to learn what they need what you can improve in your business or in your product. I think it's super valuable to have kind of this connection. So I can't mm -hmm. actually understand why companies would not want to invest in this.
Yeah, no, me neither. I yeah, it's uh, yeah. Maybe if you're big enough, then it doesn't matter anymore. Or I'm not sure. No, no way. It has to always ma- matter. Maybe you just buy focus groups to get the answers that you need, and just then yeah. If you have a lot, yeah. If you're big, you can definitely take luxuries like that. Save the money on customer support and just put it in marketing or something. I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. But yeah, it's interesting. It's definitely, I think, a topic that yeah doesn't have a clear answer like the whole side project versus business goals and no yeah I where know. we currently are I would definitely love to know the answer though yeah the big fear or, is yeah. always that we will look back and say hey when we were 30 this was the time when we should have done something well don't tell now me now that, that we're 30 that we're just... like no we definitely need a few more years and yeah who knows <laughs> hindsight is always 2020 but that that is my biggest fear that i will look back on this and say hey I kind of could have done this like way earlier and n- not sure. Maybe I would have been happier for it. Maybe not, but. Nah, I don't, I don't like that. Should have, could have, would have talk. Um, nah, exactly. Like you uh, can't change it anyway. I, I, yeah, exactly. So yeah, but yeah, the side project thing is something that I would love to, to know. There's probably like, it's probably a framework out there that would like, kind of. There's probably a checklist you that you can go through to figure this out. Yeah. 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 But it's not, I don't think it's always a one size fit all. You know? no, I re- think it really depends on your like personal goals and personal situation. Yeah, and I think so too. Yeah, in a way, it it is difficult to not be head over heels working on something that kind of has my full attention and that I'm so passionate about that I can't stop working on it. That's yeah. always the dream, I think, to actually find this project that will just unleash all your creativity for weeks and month on end but then with the yeah with everything that's happening i think it's would actually be nice to have something like this right now and it's actually nice to be able to just let a side project rest when we're moving when we're starting new jobs these kinds of things no no yeah no you're 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 right you have to settle in a little bit more so but yeah it is frustrating in a way, but I also feel it's for us right now, it's the right time. And in like three months, that could be completely different again. Yeah. I just want to figure out how in the world you start up that side project and get it going, you know. But again, like what, what is the goal with the side project? Is that already for you kind of to step into business? Yeah, kind of, kind of a little bit. And something that comes to mind right now, and uh, maybe a little bit of a, a good thing, is to start getting customers. You know, oh, definitely. Or start getting users. Because I, I remember the story when I was um, doing my masters of this, this, um, this CEO came for to, to talk and like you know, tell telling his story. Um, he started in Gothenburg in one of the universities with two other, uh, with two other uh, classmates. And um, basically is this, they wanted to create a tool. I think some, like one of them had the, the um, connection or something with uh, jet planes. So they created this one tool where you can get like real lifetime, uh, you know, uh, jet, uh, I guess, trips or rentals for, obviously this is really expensive, right? So it's not for like the common person, yeah. right? But it is for out there and get like all that. But anyways, they created this whole tool 
where you can get real time uh, tickets and and or or available uh, jet planes that you can you can get from this point to this point, how much it would be and all of this. And they created all this package. And what they did was they went to these like uh, travel agencies that uh, were specialized in this. And they were like, all right, listen, we'll give you a license for six months for free. You can use it for free. Uh, and after six months, uh, we're going to start charging. But if you uh, obviously, if it didn't work out for you, if you don't want it, obviously you don't have to get it. Right. So then they, they got like one or two customers, I think. And, and like they did and nothing happened for six months. Like they, they, they saw that it wasn't being used that much. And like, it was maybe once a month or something like that. So then after the six months, before the six months started, they called the customers again, the two customers that they had. And they're like, Oh, you know what? Like we're still developing. You uh, can have the license for free for another six months. Uh, we're doing like that. And then, you know, they started getting more customers and, you know, then once it actually grew and they saw a lot of traffic and then it made sense that they saw that there was actually getting booked through their thing and everything, then they actually were like, all right. But I think they did this for like three years. Oh, damn, that's crazy. When they were like, oh, oh, for, yeah, when they were like, oh, no, 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 for another six months, like, we'll just give you, you know, you know. That's what I like, kind so. of, I, I miss my student days for that reason. You just had so much time on your hand that you could just... <laughs> that's so true. Do these kind so of things true. for, yeah, for years and if it was necessary. Because nowadays, let's be honest, like, I think we couldn't sustain something like this for so long without actually having income. Because, yeah. No, yeah, no, 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 definitely the, not. The time, like, on one hand, there's just not the time to work on something with the dedication that it would require to really develop let's say a complex product in a short amount of time um, yeah. and then if we focus more on it we would have to probably cut down on hours at work and then yeah that also cuts the paycheck that's true yeah but yeah that's like that, that's something that i think is super interesting area in general that um yeah we can discuss at another time but kind of this whole topic of bootstrapping and how do you find yep. your first customers and what market do you want to tackle um, there's so much interesting um yeah thoughts on this out there um that i think would mm -hmm. be interesting to explore just to yeah kind of increase the chance to actually pull this off yeah those all those points are crucial variables i think for kind of just as well like one example um if yeah, I heard a very interesting conversation about kind of the market to pick um, and where do you want to go. Mm. And that there yeah. are some markets that are just way easier for bootstrapping, for example, because your the average customer value is just so much higher, um, especially kind of in the B2B market, for example, compared to B2C. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I That's one thing I've learned from college and all these years that is like, I don't know, for some reason, yeah, B2B. Here's the thing, B2B, is very profitable yeah it's not your money and you it, it's it's so profitable it's and then you can get customers and it's actually but my experience or what i've seen from it at least is that darn it that is so freaking boring all those businesses like yeah. b2b's are so boring and that's yeah. they generate a lot of money but they're boring and i unless it's something i don't know i haven't come across one that's interesting if i do i definitely would pursue it but i I'm not, I would, that would just kill me, I think. I wouldn't paint like such a dark picture, but it's like, <laughs> I think one of these data points that's super interesting when considering kind of what we want to do as well, because A, I feel there are way more of these out there um, yeah. that would help kind of guide the direction a little bit that we want to take and just increase kind of the chance actually building something sustainable. 
Mm. Um, but then, yeah, it's also the question of what do you actually want to do? What, where's your passion in a way? Yeah. But yeah, yeah. let's maybe it's... keep this for another time. Definitely. Definitely. How has kind of the whole podcasting experience been for you thus far? Uh, what were your yeah, thoughts on the first been... episode, by the way? I actually really liked it. Um, not gonna lie. I enjoyed it. Doesn't know if hope that doesn't sound bad. No, same here. <laughs> but I, I I enjoyed it. I um at the end of the uh when we were actually recording, you know, I was like, All right, maybe this didn't go so well. Oh interesting. Um Yeah, but then, you know, after uh after you uh we published it and everything, I went back and listened to it again and I was like, Wow, this is I like this. Like it's it wasn't there wasn't a lot of information, you know, it wasn't it, but it, I thought it was really enjoyable. I uh, I didn't think it was bad at all. I, I enjoyed it, liked it. No, I feel the same. Like, I'm pretty happy with what we did the first time. And yeah, it's, I don't actually know. I think it was pretty uh, authentic and that's quite nice. Mm-hmm. Definitely. To be fair, I feel way more self-conscious about this episode than the first. I'm not sure why. Yeah, really? like, of course, I was nervous before we did the first. Do you have any idea? It feels there's actually more pressure now on like the second episode than the first because for the first it was fine that we were still figuring things out and that we didn't know what we were doing and mm-hmm. now I feel it's at least for me I feel more pressure to actually record something that is coherent that kind of um, picks up where the other episode left off and that we have a little mm. more kind of structure and because we've did it once so the second time already has to be a little better like all of these thoughts <laughs> running through my head and then at the same time we're still like figuring out the setup so there's like this huge fear for example that i'm just recording something now that we can just throw away because the audio quality is shit oh i see that would be horrible please no. yeah exactly that's, that's no. my fear as well but like there's for me weirdly enough it feels there's more pressure on the second episode than the first no, I, I actually felt the same thing before going into yeah. this, but I actually feel kind of, I, I actually feel pretty good about this uh, um, episode. I think it doesn't always have to be informative. It could also be relatable. And I think, I don't know, from what I remember, at least in the past, I don't know how long we've been recording now, like 40 minutes. I, I it just it sounds like it's something that if I heard, I think I would be like, yeah, yes, totally. In my mind, like, I think we could still be like a little bit sharper or a little bit like wittier, a little bit kind of faster mm-hmm. in the conversation. Oh, definitely. definitely. But then oh. to be fair, from the experience editing the first episode, there's so much pauses that you can just cut out to make yourself sound smart that I'm actually not too worried about <laughs> it while recording now. <laughs> That's a good point for people who are, who are like considering starting podcasts and they're like, crap. It was actually like, How it was it so much fun to be honest to A, record the first episode, but then also edit it. It's a completely new skill set that's really interesting to yeah. kind of explore. And I noticed mm-hmm. that while editing the episode towards the end, I felt more and more kind of comfortable with it. I knew the keyboard shortcuts. I was faster and faster. And a, that felt really nice because it was like this immediate um, sign of success. Like you got, mm-hmm. had like this really short feedback loop where you saw, hey, it's actually progressing. It's get, going somewhere. But it's also really interesting to hear the difference 
in the audio where yeah sometimes you just shorten kind of one of the pauses by a second and suddenly it doesn't feel like you were lost for words but that you were just thinking a little bit and that sounds amazing and especially with all that like definitely the, sounds uh, good. like all these small fillers um yeah whatever you come up with you can just remove them as well and suddenly it just sounds way more fluent and oh man thank you JD. yeah it's pretty thank nice thank you for uh yeah no wonder i sounded a lot more uh well slightly smarter than so yeah i'm interested because now i feel like oh yeah we i feel a little bit kind of yeah self-conscious about kind of the energy that we had today mm-hmm. but then i think yeah again in editing we can kind of make it sound so much better than we might feel that it was that yeah well before it's, listen- yeah. I, I like the genuine factor to it though that we've been having today Be- you know? before yeah so that that's for me is all about the lesson like before listening to it again i don't want to actually make a judgment on how good or bad the episode was um yeah. because yeah i think i have so much kind of fear uh or kind of yeah insecurity around this uh, running through my head right now mm-hmm. that i'm just way more mm. pessimistic than i actually need to be <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, it was. I have to say, it was really interesting. Like we recorded a week ago, then tried to get it into iTunes, which took I think four or five days. That was insane. Yeah, actually. that was ridiculous. That was crazy. Um, don't know what happened, but just the way it was intense. Ironically, yeah. Spotify had it uh, within kind of two or three hours. Huh. That was pretty nice. And. It is a really nice feeling actually having your own podcast in your feed, I have to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that feels nice. pretty it's dope. Nice. Especially, yeah. Yeah, because we still, we still don't know where, where it's going, but it's it's nice. I, I, I like it. I like, I like the fact that we don't know where it's going yet. And if it's going to be something that, you know, it's an ongoing thing that, it you know, becomes nice and somewhat builds an audience or it just like fizzles and dies. Yeah, who knows? I'll be fine with it. I yeah. did see a few podcasts that uh, didn't have more than three episodes. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the first I like, can imagine that threshold to cross. It's getting to the fourth episode. And from there, I don't know what the next one is where people drop off. But Yeah, it would be fine. I mean, I mean, you know, you would just add it to the list of side projects that... Uh, I don't feel joy for at the moment. Not- yeah, let's hope it doesn't come to this. That would be... <laughs> Let's really hope not. Yeah, no, I'm really enjoying yeah, it actually. Too. To be completely honest, I'm really enjoying it so I far. I find it a really interesting challenge. Um, I still, yeah, for myself, notice that there's a lot of, yeah, um, I don't feel that at ease yet. And there is kind of this insecurity yeah. hey, um, what do people think about A, what we talk about, but then also about the format that we picked or uh, how we sound, how we edit this thing. Like, there's still a lot of kind of, yeah fears around this and how kind of yeah yeah, especially i present myself but then it's also super nice to actually notice that this is something that i can kind of push through and it's this nice way to kind of explore my own fears and insecurities and overcome them in a way and that's also like that's for me is um, super motivating and enjoyable with this so that it's yeah, at I least really like in the it. second episode it's not all kind of roses and sunshine where we just sit together click record it just flows out of us for 30 minutes we stop and can just immediately upload whatever we produced there's still mm-hmm. more tension to it but it's still something that yeah has its own value no, I really, yeah 
it's nice i really uh, like kind of trying something new where i really struggle in the beginning and where i have to learn mm-hmm. new skills and kind of rise to the to the occasion and this really feels like yeah. one of these things no yeah i i really like it i like the fact that it's you know not uh I don't know the conversational factor and that it's something different to what I actually do day by day and all the other side projects that I'm trying to do is just different so it kind of like switches it up and it's really enjoyable plus it's yeah and then yeah the only things we need is a strong outro because I have no clue how to actually make the stop now in a way (laughs) and yeah yeah um, true yeah all of the nice like gimmicks like intro music outro music images show notes yeah those are better a little, editing. little um yeah weirdly enough those are little like crucial points um that makes our whole thing just feel like a podcast or feel professional yeah, exactly. i guess you know right now i'm completely fine with not sounding professional though no me too definitely i think for two not. episodes definitely it's fine not. if we have none of these things it will just keep you know it will get it'll show up there one it's day it's authentic you know? it, that's what it it's is. authentic yeah yeah, exactly. We're not sounding like robots. Yeah. Hey, Manos, good talk to, uh, talking to you. Yeah, let's same, uh, wrap man. this same. up here, and I would say talk next week. Yeah, let's talk next week. Bye, bye. All right, peace.